The following is a Poppy Chulo Radio original program. The views and opinions expressed in the commentaries and or interviews in the following program are solely those of the individuals and are not views of Poppy Chulo Radio, its parent, affiliate, or subsidiary companies. Welcome, foolish mortals, to Horror Hotel, a PoppyChuloRadio.com original series, Poppy Chulo Radio, pop culture on demand. I am your host and hotel owner, Jeffrey Aruz. We're so glad you could check in. We've been dying to have you. Here on Horror Hotel, we are going to explore some of Hollywood's scariest, most frightening, and creepiest films. Please welcome my co-hosts, Night Auditor, Mark Estes. Hello, everyone. And Banquet Manager, Ramon Marquise. Well, hello. Welcome back. Before we head on over to the ballroom, let's stop by the front desk where one of our bellhops has a few special announcements. Good evening. We thank you for your patronage. Please step all the way in and make room for everyone. There's no turning back now. <laughs> I didn't mean to frighten you prematurely. The real chills come later. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash p c r horror hotel. Follow Panpichulo Radio on social media. We are on Facebook, Instagram, Tumblr, Twitter, and YouTube at Panpichulo Radio. For more information on Horror Hotel, visit panpichuloradio.com slash horrorhotel. Do you have any questions, suggestions, comments, or concerns? Email us via contact at panpichuloradio.com. Help support Panpichulo Radio financially by visiting gofundme.com slash panpichuloradio. Are you interested in joining the Panpichulo Radio team as an on-air personality or blog contributor? Email talent at panpichuloradio.com. Binge listen to your favorite Panpichulo Radio programs by visiting panpichuloradio.com slash archives. You can also download tonight's broadcast and the rest of the series through iTunes. Just search for Panpichulo Radio's Horror Hotel and subscribe. Now, grab some popcorn and some snacks. You may step into the ballroom. It's time for your feature presentation. Thank you. It's time to fire up the film projector in our ballroom so that we can discuss 1964's The Creeping Terror. Here's the official <laughs> synopsis of the film. A newlywed sheriff tries to stop a shambling monster that has emerged from a spaceship to eat the citizens of an American town. So you all know what I'm going to ask you first. 
have you ever seen this movie? And uh, I think collectively we can all say it at the same time. Three, two, one. No. no. I didn't even know this thing existed, I'll be honest. Right, me neither. Me neither. But apparently it is, like, notorious. For what? Well, well, let me know. let me start off by saying this, because I, I have a, in my head, as I was trying to sort of unpack this movie, I was like, I have a way to sort of, like, build up to it. So, listeners, the point of Horror Hotel, at least this very first season, it, we, we're sort of, like, tracking through, like, horror movies, scary movies throughout the ages basically we started off with Nosferatu and by the end of our first season we will have caught up to present day and so we're basically going from the 20s to uh, 2017 and uh, something that I wanted to do as we sort of like did our little tour was sort of you know go through all of, like the subgenres of horror. So we've got vampires, you know, at some point we will have haunted houses, we will have demonic possessions, we will have found footage, we will have torture porn. You know, we do a little bit of everything and one of those sort of like subcategories is the creature feature. So a couple of podcasts ago, we did the movie them exclamation point and that one is known sort of as the mother of creature features and it's also very well received and it's considered a classic and so now we have the creeping terror which interestingly enough is on the opposite side of that scale it's actually considered if i'm not mistaken i believe i read that it's considered like one of the worst movies of all time it's um considered i believe one of the worst science fiction movies of all time because it ha does have like science fiction elements because of the aliens i believe plan 9 from outer space like beat it as the worst one so um it's a creature feature but apparently it's not a beloved creature feature and uh, mystery science theater 3000 uh, sort of like gave this movie cult status I, I guess they did an episode about it, and, um, yeah. You all will see why um, as we talk about it, because it's it's something. Okay. Uh, that's all I get for right now. Yes. So, okay, let's talk about this movie, because the, um, the general plot is that a spaceship crashes down and there are two aliens and one of them decides to eat anything in its path and it's sort of discovered that as it's eating the stuff it's sending like messages back about what it's eating back to its like home planet that's like millions of light years away so i think we should talk about the creeping terror what did we think of it because it looked like a shag Strange. rug that someone you know someone who got drunk at like a 70s party they like throw the shag rug on them and they just start you know crawling on the ground and stumbling all over the place 
And that was how the movie came to be. Somebody was drunk in Hollywood. Like, we need a new head. And they said, that, oh, that was so hilarious. Let's go get some cameras and get the crew together this weekend to shoot around the town. And, you know, waste Because, folks. I mean, you know how you go to, like, homecoming. Mm. You know how you have the homecoming parade and people dress up these vehicles and they have these, 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 these different types of floats. I have seen better quality floats on a high school parade than I have in whoever the hell created this creature. I mean, how many people was up in there? Like, really? Was it three? It wasn't even remotely believable. It looked cheap as hell. It looked like it was made of like construction paper or some paper or some black garbage bag. Like it was horrible. Yeah, trash. Trash. Yeah. Really it was well. like a tra- trash heap from Fraggle Rock. There you go. Yes, but the fraggle although rock less sassy. Yeah, but that was even looked even way better. I was yeah. I'm still scared of shit. But uh, you're scared of the trash heap. I'm just saying. No, really? I'm, no, I'm, I'm playing. Oh, okay, no, I was I was like, let me let's explore your psychosis because <laughs> your your psyche, I should say, not psychosis, your psyche, because that was interesting. I was like the trash heap, poor trash heap. I like her. I mean, I'm saying it's a good production, though. But I was saying if somebody had to be scared of one of the other. Oh, yeah, you'd be scared of the trash heap because it talks. And it's very sassy. It'll throw shade at you with the trash. And that's the stunning, and that would be the stunning motion to get you to actually stay in there. Because you'd be still in shock and gagging to the point where you not see her strike. With the creeping terror, this thing was just walking towards you and you still sitting there. Not trying to move, not trying to screw the way. Right. Just like right. Ah, yeah. Ah, People apparently just... in the sixties, when something scary approached, they didn't run. But my whole thing is, even if they didn't run, like your body language or something would show some kind of fear that would might make it be remotely believable. The acting was horrible. So you didn't even make us, like, are you kidding me? So you just see this thing moving slow as hell, like slow as a snail, and you just going to stay there. And then when you try to yell and when you try to show some kind of fear, you look stupid. Yes. Like yeah. when that couple was outside Thank making you. out what, first of all, they make out scene was trash. Because they didn't even look as if they were actually kissing. You could tell they weren't kissing. Like, that was just Horrible. Oh, it was, it was so damn. It was traumatizing. That's what I'm going to say. It was very traumatizing because I'm like, what are y'all doing? You know, that mean, like, oh, baby, what are you doing? That's what I was like, just like, oh, what are y'all doing? And then the thing comes, I'm like, y'all all are in cars. I'd have ran that bitch over. And, but y'all, he made Because it wasn't out. really that big. Right, right. Even after it's and, eating all these people, I'm just right. saying. Right. You would think I, if eight of those humans, it would give it fuel to grow. Or this is a monster, so you would expect it to be bigger than it, the typical vehicle. No, it was about the same size of the, of the cars. If not smaller, but I guess they were trying to say, we don't want to seem like we're copying the blogs. But you are already copying the blogs, so you might well just go ahead and have the damn creature grow. Right. A creature falls from, from the sky, it starts eating up people in a small rural town. Right, and this I'm just has this insatiable appetite, and it takes the town couple and the sheriff and everybody else in, in the army to come in and to destroy it. That's if it's destroyed, and I'm like, oh my god, this is just a blob ripoff, and it's not even a, like a ripoff. It's like I'm gonna say they tried to shit on the blob, right? 
And the blog was like, baby, stop. You, <laughs> the blog was like, y'all need to stop. Y'all come get the Creeping Terror. Now, I could be completely wrong because the blog probably came out after the Creeping Terror. I can't remember when the blog came out, the original blog. I'm not sure. But it seemed like it was because if I'm wrong and the blog came out after the Creeping Terror, which I've doubted, which year did Creeping Terror come out, Jeff? 1964? No, no, I think the blog beat it. Let me be sure. Uh, I'm going to go do my Google food right quick because I just want to make sure I got my facts right because either way, the blob ran circles around the Creeping Terror. Mm-hmm. It's like the blog, if the blog came out first, the Creeping Terror, like, oh, we can cash in on it like those sorry-ass sci-fi channel movies do on the latest, like, you know, um, <laughs> um, Creature Feature or anything Sharknado like that. Sharknado 20. Blockbusters. Yes. Oh, horrible. Yes. But if it came out after the blog, or, or, or the blog came out after the Creeping Terror, the, somebody right. like, I can take that and make it a whole better story. <laughs> okay. So let's actually talk about the creature. Because I know I got your opinions on the creature, but I'm sure some people have downloaded the podcast, and they've never seen this movie. They might kind of now be curious to see how bad it is based on how we're talking about it but if you were to describe the creature to someone how would you describe it because it really did look like a pile of trash grass or like trash but like a lot it's it was like like let's say you mow the lawn and then you got that pile of grass that's like in the corner that you've sort of raked up, and then that came to life. Mm. I just think that it was a, it was a okay for those who want to, who actually want to venture and like give away their time like that. Y'all beware. But for those who was like, uh, uh-uh, I'm gonna tell you what the thing looked like. It looked like a compost heap. But you know what? <laughs> Oh, sorry. <laughs> That's all I can give you. Compote that just was breathing. That's all. But I think the top part, if you're not going to be a little nice for a few seconds, I think the top part was kind of reminiscent of like a duck because it kind of had like a long neck. And then it it did. It was like swanish. There you go. An ugly mutation that went wrong swan. There you go. Yeah, I never understood why it curved like that. Mm-hmm. That's what she said. Yeah, Exactly. <laughs> Ooh, but I'm just saying, though, it just looked like they had a script, but they didn't have a monster, and they had to shoot, and they just came up with something last minute. So, yeah. I would love to know what the budget was for this pile of crap. Probably five dollars. Man, look at I'm being, I'm being generous because I believe the cast and crew will reuse the eight up every five minutes. <laughs> right. Right. That's too funny. Let's talk about the victims because I had two favorites. I don't know if y'all had favorite victims. I know it's kind of hard picking favorites out of like horrible stuff, but I just I thought they were kind of funny, so that's why they became my favorites. I don't know if y'all picked any favorites, but I loved the bikini lady and I loved the mom folding the laundry. I mean, she had it. She could get inside the house and just close the door. Exactly. But she was like, no. Oh, my God. There's this creature in front of me and my baby's in the house crying. (laughs) But I'm going to stand here and scream my lungs out until somebody comes and save me and my baby. Oh, 
God. But if I don't have a favorite, though, but the one that kind of piqued my interest was the fact that they sat there and let another child die. Y'all know how I feel about children dying in horror movies and shit. And I was like, really? Aww. I <laughs> guess for me, I'm going to do that trash-ass couple. <laughs> I just can't get over that horrible sex scene. Or what it was, well, not even sex scene, an intimate scene. They was making whatever the hell they call themselves doing. I guess they really like stood out to me because that was just the most horrible intimate scene I've ever seen. Y'all couldn't even pretend like y'all was kissing. Then both of y'all just gonna sit there and and then when she tried to scream, I'm like, girl, you making me laugh. Why is you screaming like that? Don't even look. It, oh my god. Did he get up and leave her? I think so. They sat there and I think it I think it took all the five minutes for that creature to, to um, devour her. Right. And I'm like, dude just bolted. He didn't even try to like go get a branch or just hit the thing without the head or anything like that. He just was like, I'm out. It was I would good. do the same thing. I did the same thing. You better you better you better follow me or you're gonna get low. That's too funny. When did you all realize the movie was this? That it was when what? the announcer came on. Oh <laughs> yeah, what Y'all understand what I'm saying. At least Mark understood. I, I kinda, I, yeah, when that announcer came on, like, so I'm like, is this a trailer? <laughs> <laughs> and then it went on. I'm like, so is this a PSA? I'm like, did Jeff send me a PSA? Like, what's going on here? Are we going to talk about the dangers of weed or something like that? Like, ooh. I know the first five minutes, I'm like, what am I watching? What am I watching? That's funny. Oh, gosh. Yeah, this movie, it's a mess. It's not that well acted. It, 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 I thought, you know, I'll be honest. It's a fun movie to make fun of. Like, if you're going to sit down and just sort of trash it, like talking back at the screen, or like let's say you have a friend with you, and y'all just want to talk shit about the movie, it is one of those kind of movies. Like This is definitely isn't the type of movie that you can rewatch many times, though, at least in my opinion. But it, I think it, for a chuckle, uh, you know, I'm actually kind of curious to see the Mystery Science 3000 version of it, because you all know that they probably read the movie for filth. Mm-hmm. I think if I had to watch that episode, that probably would have made up for it, because I felt like I was owed a check when I got to watch this movie. Like, I was like, I need to file a complaint <laughs> something because I felt violated <laughs> man listen I struggled I struggled to get through half of the movie it got to the point Jeff and Ramon when it got to the point for me I'm like okay you know what I'm going to make it through the end of this movie because I want enough material to drag the fuck out of it <laughs> I just want enough material I don't want to be like well, I just got tired of it I just kind of like no I want to be like no, and then this bitch did this shit, and this damn creature right. did this, and then like so I can sit there because to me that's me reclaiming my time. Right. So the ending was really weird because okay, you have the military, they're mm-hmm. like shooting at it, you know it it only walks like maybe you know one foot like every five seconds. So I mean it's very slow, and so it's like coming at them, and they're shooting. And the bullets are doing nothing. <laughs> and they are like stretched out, but yet somehow it eats them all. Listen, when he took out that whole entire squad, all of them laid down. And was like, no, I was like, y'all have guns. 
you have right. guns and y'all right. but it's like it's a lot of y'all like a domino effect pretty much what the monster did was snorted up human flesh like a coke head would do like Tony Montana he did a Tony Montana on a a, a line of soldiers crack his whack pretty much yes. That's pretty much what he did. And they all sat there and just lay there. Like, there goes Gerald. There goes James. There goes Rick. Oh, God, here I go. I'm like... (laughs) Yeah. And then finally, like, they get the idea, I don't know, let's try this grenade. And kaboom. Nothing, right? They kill it. I I thought they tried to kill it with a grenade the first time and it didn't work. Mm-hmm. They did something else with it. All I know, okay. But also, Jeff, wasn't there a point in the movie where they was trying to stop, was, there was a scientist with them that was trying to stop them from killing it? Yes. And that didn't do nothing. So, What I didn't the- understand is, how does the creature, like, it's sending back samples from inside its body that it's microwaved? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Like, I didn't get that. Like, that was definitely, like, 1960s sci-fi logic. Because I was like, how is it eating stuff? And it's, there's a microwave, and it's analyzing it, and then it's beaming it up, Scotty. And I'm like, I don't I don't know what that means. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah, science, I don't know. They just missed the mark. Yeah, this science was all over the place. Hell, them hit way better science. Yeah. Yes, hey, and that's older. Oh, yeah. Yeah, right. it, and the Tingler had better signs. <laughs> Even though it was, yeah. it was fake. It was just like, but you, you can get it. Right, You're like, right. okay, that makes sense. I told y'all, it was a bunch of stone friends who got together for the weekend. We're like, let's make a movie. <laughs> let's go make a movie. Like, mm-hmm. totally, do. Let's go make this movie. Like, what's going to be so... We're going to have a PSA because PSAs are so a thing now. Right, rich people with nothing to do with their money. Yeah, and so the end of the movie, it kind of left the door open, I guess, for um, the Creeping Terror 2. Because uh, the doctor, the scientist, I should say, basically is like, you know, you guys didn't stop the signal. The signal has been sent. But, you know, it's like light years away. So, um, you know, it ain't coming yet. But at some point in the future, I guess that's when M. Night Shyamalan made um, The Happening. You know what? That was a good drag. Uh, You're welcome. <laughs> they came back in microscopic form and was like, look, we're just going to sit here and, just, and possess the trees and shit and have y'all do crazy stuff. Because apparently the first time we did it was just a bit much. We could be a little subtle this time. But I did do my research and the blog came out in 1958, which means that this was a direct ripoff of the blog. Ending and all, so... Well, there you go. The more you know... (laughs) Was there anything... Were there any redeeming factors for this movie? Besides the, um... Ramon liked the curvature of the creeping terror. The hell I did. Mm. The only redeeming fact is that we're dragging it at the moment. That's the only redeeming fact. The best redeeming fact for me is when it said the end. <laughs> the the weird too. thing about this movie is that it's only like 70 some odd minutes, but it did feel very long. 
Mm-hmm. That's what happens when you don't have a good story. You just right. throw some shit together. You be looking like, where this shit gonna fucking end? Like, where's the what's the point? And then they introduced a couple, and they really didn't do much in the damn movie. It was just like right. we didn't care about nobody in this movie. So if one of the half of the couple had to die, we'd be like, eh, okay. Mm-hmm. Like nobody had a redeeming quality at all. Were there any characters that you were rooting for? Like, I'll be honest. Nope. I liked the scientist. But the, and up until the point where he was like, you know, let's not kill it, you know, basically, like, I want to study it. Like, we got to keep it live. And I'm like, no. I hear nobody. Nobody for yeah. me. And I wonder if this scientist was like the prototype of like the Burks and the, um, you know, all under um, Ashes and all those who were in those, these later horror movies and slasher movies that want to study everything. Right. Like the John Voight character from Anaconda, you know, all the type mm. of characters. The, uh, right, but right. But he's a prototype of that. Like, no, let's just sit here and see what we got here. Like, no, you can sit there and see what you got. I'm out. How about that? <laughs> Richard real. Attenborough from Jurassic Park. But that was his money. That, I can understand. Well, that was, his, that was his coins. <laughs> that was his coins. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He was like, I lost a couple of um, employees, but that's fine. I just need this to actually work. So I just I need to start making the money back. Exactly. So that was his coin he was worried about. But um, John Void was just crazy. Um, Burke was just money hungry. Uh, from Aliens, for those who don't know what I mean about saying, I say Burke. But Ash was from Alien. He was on a mission from, you know, Wayland Utani. So he was, a, you know, had his thing going. But. I think this guy was a prototype. Cause I can't think of anybody else before the end. Nobody can really say Dr. the um, scientist or the psychologist from um, the House on Hunter Hill because he at least knew what they were dealing with was dangerous. So he didn't like sit there like... The haunting. Yeah, I'm talking about the haunting, excuse me. That's the House on Hunter Hill. I'm sorry, y'all. Jesus. He knew what was going on and he knew that to play with no stuff too quick and he put people's lives first for he for his science which was you no know, admirable because most people in his position is like y'all are like chips you know you're you're expendable you know but the scientists in this movie it's like again they were sitting there they're almost through the movie you know what would be great if you would have you have some type of conflict let's have you all of a sudden want to save the monster okay cool are we doing blow tonight yeah we can do tons of blows gotta get these things shot in you and this you want to say the month because it was a movie done by a bunch of folks high off their asses. They probably thought they were doing high art, and it was technically it literally was high. high. Yeah, literally, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's what was going on. Do you all feel there's anything in the present day that's comparable to this? Like how much of a mess this movie is? I don't know. Um. What was the question again? Oh my gosh. Do you think there's anything in the present day that's like a mess like this? Like, I guess maybe some of the sci-fi movies? Maybe? The sci-fi channel movies, yeah, the I should say. the sci-fi channel movies, yes. And you know, I don't even watch... I rarely watch that channel, so I wouldn't know. Well, it's pretty much... sci-fi has a questionable yeah. um, budget for things. <laughs> <laughs> they get, but they're getting better. Though. I will give them that. Their TV shows and some of their productions are getting better, but it just like even Z Nation. I hate Z Nation. I don't know why. 
let me stop because somebody might be listening to this. And be like, oh fuck him! I um, know. Shout out to Harold Perrin now. That that's why I don't like um, Z Nation because that scene with him in it was just fucking horrendous. Now I will tell you that if I had to compare anything present to the Creeping Terror, it was the scene with Harold Perrin and Z Nation, the pilot. That was just complete garbage. <laughs> I turned. I literally turned the TV after that was over with. I did a Peter Griffin done and just like I nope. I'm not gonna watch no more of this. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, but that's, that's kind of how most of the sci-fi channel zombie movies are, and that's why people are like, oh, you think The Walking Dead is such high art? I said The Walking Dead is has a plot, it has a story that's moving. You going from one location to the other, losing two or three people, but in between scenes, action scenes, it's nothing. That's nothing. I can go play a, a Resident Evil video game or a House of the Dead game or something like that if I wanted to see some mess like that. But that's kind of... If I have to compare the Creeping Terror to anything present today, it's those types of movies where it's just like, let's just do a zombie movie where we have a bunch of people trying to get to a location that's supposed to be safe and we're going to lose about five people in between parts. And then someone's going to sacrifice themselves at the end and then it'll be all... It's just the same formula. But there's no plot. I just think that the Creeping Terror and the movie like that, the, the present day movie is like an inflated version of the Creeping Terror. Like, I don't know. I'm just upset. I'm just very upset and I'm just drained and I'm just <laughs> mad I that this movie it. exists. I want to go find everybody who was on the creators behind this movie and just sit them down. I'm sure they're dead. I will go to their grave and sit there and just ask them. <laughs> Why? You spit on their grave? I wouldn't spit on it. But I mean, I mean, you know, in my anger, a spittle might fly out, but not intentionally. Okay, well, there you go. I just ask them, like, why did y'all do this? Why did y'all leave this creature on Earth? It is a creeping terror. It's literally the creeping terror because it crept up on me and scared my time away. It's like, why? <laughs> That's too much. Uh, something that I thought was just weird about the movie was and I guess we're kind of used to seeing stuff like it but I just felt like it was really overused in the movie where like all of the attacks of the creeping terror like it started off by like eating one person and then like one person at a time and and then you know one and a half persons you know the baby and uh, then all of a sudden it's like the lovers and then the military and i was like i was like damn near expecting to see like some you know hokey model of a town and you just see like the creeping terror like you know engulfing the entire model of the town you know symbolizing the town because it just it got kind of ridiculous removing the kind of worse and worse but it, like, like we said earlier, it didn't grow at all. It was just no. like, unless when he ate people, he teleported them to. He sent like, the microwaves. Yeah, he sent the microwaves to them. Like, but he actually sent the Donald people there. So there is a cl- right. a cluster of Americans, um, in a, in the space somewhere, surrounded by trash heaps, trying mm. to figure out how the hell they got there. That's too mm. funny. Because there was no blood. I mean, of course, I think the um, census probably wouldn't let them show any type of blood, but it's like there was no blood. Right. No, there wasn't any blood. Even, like, the bikini lady wasn't really sexy. Mm Mm-mm. Mm-mm. She wasn't. Yeah. She got her check, though. Yeah, everybody that got that coin, but it was just like, we got, we just... Was it really worth it? Was it worth (laughs) it, though? Exactly. (laughs) Oh, that's too funny. Well... 
We are in a ballroom. And awards are typically handed out in a ballroom. <laughs> so let me check to see if the Creeping Terror has been nominated for any awards. And look at that. No. Not surprised. And um, to check in on the Rotten Tomatoes fresh meter. Are you curious? It is... um. Hell, I thought you were going to say negative something. Exactly. That's being very generous. Right. Yeah, it's 13%. And uh, it's um, it's actually not based on critics. Because um, I guess maybe nobody wanted to see it back in the day. <laughs> That's right. actually the audience score. So, yeah. I will say that the Creeping Terror, it is known as a couple of other names. It's also known as the Crawling Monster and Dangerous Charter, which, um, okay, I don't know what that means. But, um, (laughs) so now we're going to give our awards, uh, which, you know, since the Creeping Terror doesn't have any awards, these will be the only awards it'll ever receive, apparently. And um, let's start off with the Scream Queen. And my vote is to the Bikini Lady. Yeah, I'll go ahead and say her. Even the whole screen was trash. Oh, he's quiet. <laughs> oh, no love for you, Bikini Lady, for Mark. Um, <laughs> what about the best usage of a cheesy special effect? I guess the guns with the military. I don't know. I'd say the creeping terror, but um, cheesy is is, is an overstatement. Well, that's true. What about the that's so retro moment? Well, I guess the bikini that the bikini lady had on. It took me back to you know them days. Oh, you were around then. I've seen pictures, sir. Oh, okay, I don't know. <laughs> I thought the makeout scene, like the lovers lane, like that was like very old school. Horrible. Yeah. The moment that made you gag when the film started. Pretty much. All right. So now we are going to classify this film with our own special ranking categories to refresh your memory. We've got the screamer. A film that is filled with scares. Gutbuster for a film that is grotesque. Eye Popper for a film that is visually impressive. Gravedigger for a film that lacks scares. And uh, The Mind Blower for overall best in show. If any of y'all pick that one. Oh, please. I'm just saying. Like, I disown you. You will be fired from the hotel. You can go work at the hotel across the street. There's a Motel 6. Right. Okay. Mark, go ahead. Give me what you got. Oh, God. I'm <laughs> Grave Digger, but it's like, I want to go even harsher than that. I want to say, like, trash. I want to do a Legends panel chop. I was wanted to sit there and be like, you know, this was just... Okay, I'm sorry. Brave Digger. So you're scared. Tina Turner and the film is Taylor Swift? You damn right. 
because Tina Turner's from my hometown. So, yes, I'm Tina Turner. And I was dragged the fuck out of the, the Creeper Terror because, yeah. But no, it's no scares, no wild factor for me. Well, wild factor in the fact that this movie has been made and that somebody discovered it and they are still, like, showing this movie in some places. And that it was celluloid that was wasted. And that's probably the wild factor. Other than that, Grave Digger, like, I went to sleep real pissed off that night. (laughs) And I mean that, like, just being being funny, though, but I was like, man, they could have kept it. (laughs) Ramon. When I watched this movie, I was so annoyed for the rest of the day because I felt like there was so much other things I could have done with my time. This was the worst movie I have seen in my life. I have seen low-budget ghetto movies that entertained me more than this damn movie. So Malibuti, starring Trina? I will watch that. Actually, I watched that more than once. So the and I didn't and I didn't even mind that movie. Um, I hell yeah, way better than this crap. And I will go watch that movie again before I even think of giving this any more time. But Grave Digger and then some. Just want to light it on fire, like light it on fire, like the Salem Witch Trials. Wow. You know the only category that makes sense for me is Grave Digger because I mean it really was not scary. Um. It was something, and I do wish that we had, like, a clunker category, but um, we don't, so, you know, it, it's a grave digger. We will, the three of us, will dig a grave for it, and we will throw down every single copy, whether it's a physical or a digital one that we can right. find, and toss it into that damn grave. That's if I don't burn them all before y'all get to the grave site. <laughs> well there you go For real. okay I don't even know why we're doing this category but we have to for continuity's sake we have to rate the film on a scale of 1 to 10 hotel room keys and uh, the point system is loud and over on our sister series summer camp I mean they have gone into the negatives so um Good. <laughs> So there is that option, you know, if you want to get creative. Um, I don't know. Uh, I Ramon, you may go first. As me and Mark said earlier, I want to reclaim my time. So these bitches owe me. I'm giving them a negative 10. <laughs> oh, shit. Mark. I would be even harsh. I would give them a negative infinity because it just feels like, <laughs> I mean, it's like what Ramon just said. We could have been doing something else. Like, I could have been, I don't know, maybe create the next greatest American novel or something like that. I don't know. Maybe. No, that's going to be Ramon. Um, yeah, that's going to be Ramon. Don't well, take, don't you. steal it from him. But I'm a writer too. Oh, okay, but, well, you could do it. <laughs> we both can do it. We can sit there. We could. We could have been collaborate on the on the next great American erotic novel. Something. Oh, there you go. There you go. No, and we could have been doing it. Fifty Shades of Hay. 
Exactly. There you go. <laughs> and this, uh-huh. but we're gonna sit here and watch this creeping terror crawl across our screens, bewildering the hell out, bewildering the hell out of us. Because why is the narrator telling us what's going on? Like, I felt like he was reading the script or the novelization of the movie, mm-hmm. and they thought it would be hot because it's something new. Negative a hundred, negative infinity. Oh, <laughs> well, there's that. I'm going to actually be kind, and I'm going to give it a one. And the reason okay. I'm giving it a one is because our fellow co-host, Legionnaire, recommended the movie. And now I kind of feel that it's a setup because he's not here. <laughs> because I feel like he would be, like, going hard for this movie. Like, you know, he would be bringing up the positives, maybe. I don't know. Um, But because he likes it, he gets one point from me. So I, I don't know why I'm giving it a point. I'm saying I'm giving it one hotel room key. So it gets a score from from me, a one. Although it does feel like setup. I think everybody ran out the the ballroom. All right. <laughs> Please drag your bodies away from the ballroom and prepare to check out. Join us next time for a brand new installment of Horror Hotel. Once again, here's one of our bellhops with a few special announcements. Good evening. We thank you for your patronage. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash p-c-r. Horror Hotel. Follow Panpichulo Radio on social media. We are on Facebook, Instagram, Tumblr, Twitter, and YouTube, at Panpichulo Radio. For more information on Horror Hotel, visit panpichuloradio.com slash horror hotel. Do you have any questions, suggestions, comments, or concerns? Email us via contact at panpichuloradio.com. Help support Panpichulo Radio financially by visiting gofundme.com slash Radio. Are you interested in joining the Panpichulo Radio team as an on-air personality or blog contributor? Email talent at panpichuloradio.com. Binge listen to your favorite Panpichulo Radio programs by visiting panpichuloradio.com slash archives. You can also download tonight's broadcast and the rest of the series through iTunes. Just search for Panpichulo Radio's Horror Hotel and subscribe. We hope you've brought your death certificate. Make final arrangements now. (laughs) Thank you. My fellow Horror Hotel team, please wish our hotel guests and the listeners a good night. Adios. Get out. Peace. Thanks for tuning in. You may have checked into the Horror Hotel, but who says you're allowed to check out? And in all of your rooms, the Creeping Terror will be played on a loop. Good night.